Architects, now they can be a troublesome bunch. Too many love a complicated word when a simple one will do. They like to cling to academia when what you need is a roof over your head. So yes, there are some ponderous ideas spread thinly at the Venice Biennale, but the theme, free space and the curators save the day and whip most people into line to deliver a show that navigated well, will nurture and challenge and leave you thinking your own big thoughts. Oh, and this all takes place in Venice, that bonkers, squeezed, sinking, glorious city where kids seize free space to play football and where there are battles afoot over the selling off of civic free space. The curators are Yvonne Farrell and Shelley McNamara of Ireland's Grafton Architects, who have focused on free space as a way of looking at the gifts that architects put into their projects. Some critical people think the theme isn't political enough for these times. Really? The battle for free space triggers revolutions. Let us usher you to the Arsenale, the old shipyards, and into the vast, long brick hall of the Cordery, the old rope works, to show you what we mean. When you first step through the rope curtain of the Cordery, it's immediately refreshing, and not just because of the brick and stone chilled air, because here, you see, you find global practices whose projects cut to the free space chase. There's Case Design's Avasara Academy for Girls that's outside Pune, India, and which creates, with the help of numerous artisans, free space for learning. It uses free space so the air can flow through the lattice brick walls to cool the students. Education, and where and how we both make physical and mental free space to learn, is a recurring stitch. It weaves through the work of Tezuka architects Fuji Kindergarten and its circular building that wraps protective wings around the running, laughing kids. Chilean Alejandro Aravena of Elemental pioneered low-cost housing where owners are left to complete their homes how they wish over time. And here he sets out a manifesto for how to do well by all. The Finns, in the shape of Tali architecture, have a similar vibe, but for a different audience. They provide empty shells for Helsinki residents to shape in their own way. It's the free space to decide how we live, to dream a bit. Beyond the cordery, you can take the sun, a reviver, or dive into some intriguing national shows. The Albanians look at how the citizens of Tirana took back their city, the economy and public space from the state after the fall of communism, a radical city overhaul. The Lebanese lament the loss of free space as their tiny nation is parceled up and sold off to move fast developers. A throbbing map shows the pace and scale of what's being lost and calls for the recognition of forgotten treasures of the places that remain. Interestingly, tiny Luxembourg also looks at the minuscule amount of land available for building on that remains public in its nation. Saudi Arabia's space, curated by brothers Turki and Abdul Rahman Ghazaz, looks at urban sprawl, the blurring of the city edges, and calls for design to humanize free space. In the shout-out for our winners, a big hand too for Ireland that looks at the erosion of the town square's many social and trade roles. 
where once cattle were sold and people bantered, you're now more likely to find a windswept car park. That's political. So was Chile's look at the dispersal of land to the rural poor under dictator Augusto Pinochet. But there are other distractions, intellectual dives that are perhaps best enjoyed as sensory pleasures. Head to the long glass tunnel made by the Argentines. With only a couple of breaks in the glass, you find yourself alone on a weather-swept grassland. Another free space where you least expected it. And perhaps that's the ultimate triumph of the curators. Their theme awakens in you all sorts of new free spaces and the powerful potential they deliver. For Monocle in Venice, I'm Andrew Tuck.